Today we're excited. Uh, we're really trying to focus here on this show on Utah. And Utah, we always talk about being one of the most corrupt states in the country, and everyone's like, well, no, nah, it doesn't make sense. How's Utah? You know, there's all is well in Utah. And so today we are coming out with another hard-hitting show. We are going to expose how Utah is uh, setting up smart cities, spy, being able to spy on us underneath our very, literally right here. We talked about the 15-minute cities. We've talked about what's going on in the water. And today we have Salty coming in from uh, UFC <laughs> to expose what is going on in the surveillance state here in Utah. And it's, again, so Orwellian, so 1984, where they're watching you everywhere. And, uh, and, and so either you, buckle your seatbelts. Again, this is going to be pretty awesome to see what's happening here in Utah underneath our noses without your permission. That's the key. When did the government works for you? When did you give, as we're going through this, here's what I want you to ask yourself. When did you give your public servant? When did you give Cox? When did you give your reps permission to build this, to surveil, to, to, to do this to our state, to, give, to put you under a surveillance state? So without further ado, welcome Salty. Thank you, Jason, for having me back again. It's great to be back. Of course, it's not great to always be talking about this particular subject because it's a gut punch. It's a yeah. gut punch. It's a gut punch if you can allow yourself to believe what we're trying to t tell you here and what we've researched and what we've discovered. And it is every single day when I look at it or I find more information or we collaborate, it, it's staggering. It's staggering. People think that Utah is just this sleepy little state and, and we just go along with our conservative ways, minding our own business. And that's true, except under the surface, it's, it's a total takeover. Yeah. It's a, and it has been happening for years. I'd like to say it's only been happening in the, in the last few years, but it's, it's been a setup for a long time. And, and these people are very, very patient and they are very committed to their long-term goals. Yeah, and when we talk about how long it's been going on, one of the things that has been really fascinating that uh, you've kind of talked about and we're gonna get into is where it started. And, and, and I think it goes back to when Utah got the Olympics. Is that uh, where we really start seeing them start to put the infrastructure? I think, yeah, I think that was a huge thing. It, it goes probably a little bit before that because as we've talked about before, it is tied into a UN agenda. Right. And, and that started in the 90s and, you know, ramped up and started setting up the systems and ways to infiltrate the states. But in 2002, with the Olympics here, the federal government needed to have certain surveillance there to under the guise of keeping us safe. And remember, every time they say safe and convenient, you're probably gonna lose some sort of personal protection or right. Just keep that in mind. Those are buzzwords to look out for when the government is talking to you because that's not what they mean. That's what they say and that's what you think they mean, but it's not. And it was, it, it was so egregious that Utah actually sued the feds over the alleged spying so it wasn't about just surveillance to keep people safe, all the people coming in from all over the world, but it was spying. Mm. Do we have that slide up, Steph? So okay. you can see here, it was, it, this was from a, an article that was from August 20th, 2015. And it, it just talks about that. And, and this is really reflective of the whole digital ID and surveillance system. And 
it may not have been spying for data collection in 2002, but I can guarantee you right now, we talked about it before, data is currency, data is the new oil. Your data is being taken and sold without your permission. And so no one ever reads their Apple, you know, Apple phone or you know, iPhone information to agree to it. Oh, you gotta agree to this to get the new update. Whoever reads all that stuff, it's in there. And, and you're quasi agreeing to have them be able to take your data and sell it to third parties or to collect it for purposes that they don't disclose. And ultimately, the goal is to be like China and to convert that into a social credit score so they can track and monitor and take all the information so they can set up parameters that you have to qualify to be able to leave a 15-minute right. city right. for you know, a certain amount of time, to be able to fly in a plane, to be able to go to the grocery store. They can you know, track your purchases through your debit card now. That's why when you give your, you know, your number, your phone number at the grocery store, you think, oh, I'm getting all the coupons. Yeah, that's how they lure you in. But then they're also tracking your purchases. Mm. So in the future, if you're buying, you know, ding dongs and Doritos all the time with a big soda, then eventually they're going to say, hey, you don't take good care huh. of yourself. You're not going to be able to have as much access to your... Note to my wife, she always likes the deals. So she's always giving her phone number. It's something <laughs> to think about. And, and I often will ask at the grocery store, hey, is, is it essential that I put my number in to get the discounts? And a lot of times they say no. Yeah. That you, that it really doesn't. It just becomes their way of tracking you. And all along those same notes, remember last time we talked about a lot of them are going to the self-checkout. Self-checkout is going to eliminate jobs for humans. So yeah. be aware that's another way that we're kind of getting phased out or mm -hmm. you know put in a smaller box. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that's a big deal that Utah was aware that the feds were essentially spying on us without our permission. Ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay. So a lot of this is predicated on a digital ID. And this slide, you can read it while we're talking or stop the video and go back and read it. But it talks about how digital identity, they have standards that go across the world. And everybody who's using a digital identity will have the same standards. And it's you know a trusted identity. And uh, Thales is one of the big ones that's doing this. And you can look them up on YouTube. They have these really great videos about a day in the life with a digital ID that's just on your phone. And ultimately, I think people want to have chips or QR codes that are kind of tattooed on you. So you don't even have to have a device with you. That's yeah. really, it's not. I mean, it's the number of the beast. It, it is the number of the beast. And, and really, what the craziest part is, is that people think this is so far out and Orwellian and 1984, all these things. But they are happening and they don't hide it. It is part of the UN Sustainable Development Goals, in, uh, I believe it's 16.9, that there's digital ID for all. So they're going to start doing this for babies when they're born, when this all gets implemented country by country. Some countries are gung-ho, China's, China's there, and you know we kind of separate them a little bit because they're so overtly communist, when the reality is America is not overtly communist, but very much affected by that. Yeah, we're moving that way We're quick. moving that way. So um, the funny thing about this trusted digital identity is they talk about all of this trust factor. But in reality, it's a zero trust security mean. Trust no one or nothing implicitly. So it starts with zero trust. They're not going to trust you that you say who you are or that you did what you did. They're not going to do that. Kind of the opposite of where founding fathers set this country up is, is this whole an idea of innocent till proven guilty. They, you start off with the idea of that, uh, that people are innocent. 
Right. This is the opposite. And and everything that they're doing is an inversion of what, you know, God-given freedoms are. Yeah. The Constitution doesn't even give us freedoms. No man can give us freedoms. They come from God himself. Right. You know, or the creator, if that's your word. You know, it, it really is inherent in the human being that we have the freedom to make our own decisions and to have agency over ourselves. Right. Right. So it, it's it's just crazy. So you think it's really just continual opposite day. <laughs> you know, whatever we think is right and they're doing, it's it's wrong to us, but it's right to them. And they're yeah, forcing good, it on Good us. is evil, evil is good, right? Right. Yeah, and they're selling exactly it to the us. Live yeah, they're selling it to us like that. So I'm going to hop onto the, the next slide. Oh, that's fun. That moves. I forgot about that. <laughs> so a little bit more about digital identity. And this is how you can kind of start to understand how it's integrated and implemented and how it just is seeping in. I don't even like those words because they're so clinical. It's really just like tendrils and tentacles just wrapping into yeah. your being. And um, so with, within each person, of, within each digital identity, there are, is personal, sorry, personal identifiable information, the PII. So some examples of that, like you can see on the slide, are the social security number, biometric data, which I'm going to go into a little bit further, the driver's license number, passport number, login credentials for websites, bank accounts, name them, date of birth, bank account number. And so it, vaccine status, vaccine obviously. Status, yeah. Absolutely. Anything that it's you, I mean, the electronic health record. If you go to the doctor now, you're in the system and you move, you move along on the conveyor belt at the clinic and you see the, you know, you see the girl at the front desk and then you go see the, you know, the medical assistant and she gets on the computer and has your whole record in there and that follows you wherever mm -hmm. you go. That's another example. And one of the things that I think is super invasive and scary because you'll be faced with a situation that you're going to have to provide your identity through biometrics, whether you're ready or not. And, and we really do need to be ready and understand when you're faced with, hey, you're going to move through the airport and you don't have to show your driver's license or your passport anymore. You just need to stand in front of a screen and let them scan your face. Which is happening already. Well, it is happening already. And, and how do we get around that? Like, I don't want to be part of that. Or people, like even after, I was thinking about this the other day, we had, you know, we had, um, we have a big scare and then we have a reaction, which is like fear or, you know, wanting to be safe or wanting to be cooperative. And then the solution is always something of our rights and freedoms taken away. Yeah. So like the shoe bomber. So the shoe bomber, right? So we have this guy who's Middle Eastern looking, who has bombs in his shoes, and nobody else has ever done that before or after. But someone like me, who's you know a middle-aged blonde woman, will get pulled aside in a room to get checked because I might, you know, because you're being fair and you know yeah. it just it doesn't make any sense. So we keep losing these freedoms. You and know, this technology is here. We, my wife and I, let us, went out of the country earlier this year, and we when we landed where we were landing, it did. They had a facial recognition thing, and they they scanned us, and the guy like right he he knew my name, and it was, I mean it was it was it's crazy. It's crazy. And and this stuff is here in Utah, and I think that's what what we're going to sh start showing is this is already here. It is, and some of the other biometric things to understand is I know a lot of people, and I think we we may have even talked about this before, is that some people think that they can outsmart the facial recognition because it's mapping. They put little dots on your face, and then they map it, and they're even doing ears. And they do eyes, retinal scans, that kind of thing. So you think maybe you can wear a certain kind of mask or something over your face so you could trick it. It can track your gait. There's gait tracking, gait recognition, voice recognition, speech patterns. 
palm vein recognition, signature, DNA, ear recognition, thermographic. They can put up a heat scanner and tell that it's your body and your wow. brain wave recognition. Wow. These are all technologies. Now, the one that's in, in Utah is the facial recognition. Um, and, and that is moving to be part of the airport experience. So it's here. Okay. Crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy yet. So a few of the things that tie into this are the real ID. So most states, including Utah, have what's called the real ID. And that was a federal mandate where essentially you have to get this ID if you want to be able to go on a plane. And if you look at it, it has a yellow star. Just stop for a minute and think about when else we may have had a yellow star in the history of the world to signify someone about something. Just leave it at that. Make your own decisions. But check your ID. Yeah, the new, you're saying the new driver's license, which mine does, has a yellow star on it. So you're saying the new ones. Okay. Exactly. Um, surveillance. This, we're going to go into this a little bit and how it's being built up around us in Utah. And this is going to, you know, whether you believe it or not, really, it doesn't matter. You can check my work. You can check what we're talking about and look in your own neighborhoods. And I'm going to guarantee you, even if you live in rural Utah, and this applies to other states, please use this information because it's happening everywhere. A lot of this information we got from a man who used to work in tech in Silicon Valley and was figuring this out. And he lives in Montana and he's seeing it all over in Montana. You, you would think that was even more rural than mm -hmm. here. In, and so we've got also digital driver's licenses or digital ID, and then we're going to have some talk about some things you can do that we haven't talked about. Okay, so going back in 2005, the Real ID Act was enacted throughout the country. They keep kicking the can down the road because a lot of states are fighting it, and for a while Utah did fight it uh, from a public standpoint. Right. And then the legislature doing what it does. Does it behind your back. Doesn't listen to people, does it behind our back, and just makes it a thing and like what like what they're doing with the flag right now like exactly I what mean, they're doing with the flag without voting on the flag they just start they just start putting it design it to do it put it push it forward and uh, cox just says this is what we're doing and, and when did we vote on it when did we have a say they i mean the legislative session didn't even start and they had that flag at the rose bowl yeah who made that who, who said that was okay yeah. i didn't say that was okay. yeah. did you no no nobody did and so they have this propensity to just slam things through that they want. And so another one of those things is the digital driver's license. And so it started as a pilot program. That's another buzzword for you. If you see a, a pilot program being enacted in, in your state or in Utah, you hear about that in the legislature. It's like a trial program. But most of the time, that trial program is sort of like the frog in the pot where they get you used to it, and then you forget about it, and then they just do it anyway. And that is going to be where you would have the ability to share your driver's license information on your phone. And we've talked about the dangers before, namely, when you get pulled over, are you handing your phone over to a police officer? I'm not, I don't want to, like, that's my phone. What else could he look at? What could he hijack with some technology? Uh, the fact that if my phone is lost, is that on there? Uh, the third parties that are involved in that. So this is a really dangerous thing, even if you don't mention how it leads into that digital ID you know, biosphere, essentially, where you're plugged in now and you're tracked through that ID. So last year, SB 88 was going to turn that pilot program into a permanent program. And because of the efforts of a lot of people in yep. Utah, we showed up and we let them know it's not okay. It's directly connected to the UN and it's not okay and we don't want it. So you know what they did. So, yeah, I think that needs to be pointed out is, again, they tried to pass this. We had hundreds, if not, not probably thousands of people show up for that, demanding it to get shut. 
because you guys showed up, it got shut down. But this is what they do. It is, it is they, they work through fascist means to get things pushed through, which is fascism is a, corp, is a partnership between big government and business. Yes. So tell us who they're, how they're doing that. So in their initial pilot program, they picked certain uh, businesses to be able to partner with to make this trial run happen, and one of them is Harmon's. Oh, boy, weren't they the right. biggest and one for pushing the, right. the masks and, and everything? Yeah, being really yeah. restrictive. So yeah. this isn't a big surprise. There's a couple credit unions that are also doing it, but Harmon's, in addition to you know allowing the digital driver's license, they were actually giving people the opportunity to sign up for one in their stores. So you could get set up. Mm -hmm. Now the whole state liquor store system takes digital IDs. So they're part of it too. That's a really big deal. You know, whether you use it or not, there there's a lot of those stores. Right. And you can see the sign on the outside. I've seen it. I just know it's there. <laughs> uh, where it just says we take digital ID here. And it's shocking. You're, you're just like so they're just again circumventing the people. And grooming people to be used to it. And grooming people to get used to it. It's the frog in the pot. It, you know, whatever. It's convenient. Again, without our permission. Without our permission. We, we implicitly said no. In this case, we implicitly said no. The real ID, we, we, we completely pushed back on it. And that's the voice of the people. And again, in... Who's responsible for this? Is this Cox? Is this Deidre? Who's, who's responsible for pushing this through? Do we know who's um, pushing this through the stores and who's... Or is it not even, it's politicians, it's probably people who are not even politicians. It's the NGOs behind it, the Utah League of Cities and Towns. It's the National Association of Mayors and all these other entities. All these kind of globalist organizations. The globalist that organizations. kind of have infiltrated Right, the so state. they're non-governmental organizations operating as, as government. So you can go on like a um, League of Town and Cities, Utah League of Town, Cities and Towns, and look on there and see what legislation they oppose and they support. And I did a little math from last year, and 80% of what they opposed and 80%, just about, of what they supported passed. Yeah. They also supported the first day luncheon kind, for the legislature. Kind, yeah, they're kind of a shadow government. They're shadow government. They're shadow government. So I think, you know, it's that fascist kind of thing. They're circumventing the legislative. They're circumventing the people. The people. The will of the people. Exactly, because okay. there's no way. We're not doing this, right? All right, moving on. So this goes into. All right, well, this is good. This is. This is scary, and these are actual pictures from Utah, so we're not making this up. This isn't a rendering. This isn't a drawing. This is literally, I can tell you, I took the one. Yeah, and, if, and, on, and honestly, it looks like something I would see in China. Exactly. If you go look Especially at what they've got China. up in Ogden. Mm -hmm. This is the same stuff that, they've, that they're doing in, Ogden, in China. In China. And so you can see that blue light that actually is flashing. So it's a picture, so it's not. But there's a camera. There's speakers and... On the opposite corner, there are two big white speakers that kind of face, they're kind of, you know, butt end to butt end, and they face out. And you think, what could they possibly be using that for that they haven't had the need for that before? You know, I'm sure most of you have seen Enemy of the State. That's, That's what we were one. talking about, Good. Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State, exactly. Uh, where, uh, was it Will Smith? Mm -hmm. Where he's like literally, they track him everywhere Everyone. he goes. And it's like, oh man, can you imagine that? They can do that. Right. They, they, they have built this around us. And again, here's the question. Those of you who live in Ogden, those of you who live in, in, this is all over. When did you give your representatives who work for you, their job is your employees, permission to build a surveillance state to survey you? No one to did. To track you. No one did. I actually called the Ogden City 
uh, engineer's office and ask them about these poles and who who owns and operates these poles because they're not just the signals, you know, the, the traffic lights, but they're the actual street light, the poles. You know, and here's the thing. You know, people say, well, you know, they're not, why do I have anything to worry about the government? You know, <laughs> why do I need to worry? And, and, and there's no, th you know, that's already there. They're not tracking us. They're looking for criminals. Well, guess what? Let's not forget that the FBI recently declared that mothers are, who stand up again at these school boards are domestic terrorists. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget that the President of the United States stood up with two Marines behind him and said anyone who voted and is in his staunch supporters of the last president is an enemy of the state. Let's not forget what happened January um, 11th, January 6th. You know, you care about freedom, you stand up against tyranny, and all of a sudden, you are the threat. Mm -hmm. This stuff is turned on you, and you're going nowhere without getting tracked everywhere you go. And, the, and this prison is getting built around you now. It is. And, and, if, and the time to fight it is not when you're trying to escape it, trying to, trying to remain free. The time to fight it is while you're still free. While you're still free, while you still have the ability to fight it. And that is calling, calling your cities, calling your counties, going to the meetings. I mean, there's, it is very difficult. They don't listen there either. So let's talk about some of the concerns with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the concerns. Let's skip on ahead to this next one. So we have quite a, quite a few concerns here. And first off, it violates the Fourth and the Fifth Amendment, which is you know, the right to your personal papers or a legal search and seizure, and then also the due process. Where's the due process in that? Where, again, when did I get the choice? When did you get the choice to be surveilled or not? Where does it say that it's the government's job to take care of me? Right. We have fallen right. into that belief right. and right. that laziness Daddy government is going to be the ones to take care of us. And that is not how this country was right. built. You have the God-given right to your privacy. Exactly. That is not something that the government grants you permission to have privacy. That is your God-given right. And now you have a government who is inv invading that without your permission. Exactly. And if you want to understand and, and see what's, what is happening, look around your town and, and check and see for these devices. Watch the movies. Watch those movies, those dystopian movies. Oh, that's so crazy. That would never happen. You know, what is the movie? They love to tease us. They love to show yeah, us. Yeah, they want to show us. They show us in entertainment. Oh, wow, crazy. And it's like, yeah, that's actually what we're doing to you. That's, the joke's on you. Yeah, we're 20 years <laughs> ahead, but in 20 years, this is what you'll be facing. I mean, we have the 5G towers. And if you look, this is especially horrifying and really scary is, you know, the amount of radiation in the 5G towers when they're turned on. And 6G is worse. They just get incrementally worse, yeah. incrementally worse. They have so many up at schools. I know there's a school up by where I live and even where I used to live back in another state where there's literally like three on the property and you know they bounce off each other and stuff. And I just think this is what we're doing to our kids. And you don't see three anyplace else together like that except at schools. That's so creepy. It, it's so, it's disgusting, it's sad. It's like, what are we doing to our kids? You know, and the other thing to consider is I mean, it, it, we, it's no longer a uh, question mark about the uh, social credit score. Mm -hmm. That stuff's happening. All this surveillance, it's hooked up to your water. We talked about that in the past. It's hooked up to your, to your home, to your power. We are handing over complete control of everything in our lives to a government who has made it very clear that if you stand for freedom, you are an enemy to them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And as soon as your social credit score is not high enough because you bought too many guns mm -hmm. and you voted for the wrong person, mm -hmm. you're in trouble. Right. 
And the time to fight it again is not then, it's now. Well, it's, it's was yesterday, really. I mean, but we, you know, we're still in this education phase where you know, my whole goal is to expose these things, to educate people, and to empower them. And I think we do all three of those things on this sh show. And that's what you do. And, and people need to understand the problem and, and accept it and say, like, yes, this is a really big pill to swallow. It's a big kick in the stomach. But I have to go on, and we have to do something about it. And again, we, it's easy to look at China and see, I mean, the surveillance state. But I think people will be shocked, and you probably sh share what you probably know specifically. I believe there are more cameras in America than there are in China. Is that correct? Well, I was just going to read this quote. So it says, whistleblowers have come forward and stated that America has more cameras, surveillance, than China or anywhere in the world. There are one billion digital surveillance cameras connected to the Internet worldwide, and 50 million of them are in the U.S. That is more per capita than they have in China, and that's according to the... Silicon Valley. See, the difference is China's gone past the point of no return where they've lost control of their government. Mm -hmm. and they can't do anything. We're not there yet. But as soon as we pass that point, your city is ready to have the exact same surveillance nightmare that these that the Chinese Communist Party has on the Chinese. It's the framework is there. Mm -hmm. It is, and you know, one of the things that is talked about is really working towards it. Everything that we're doing we're doing and we need to do really starts at the local level. That's where we impact the most change. Yes, it's important to go to the legislature and to be on top of what they're doing, but it starts, you know, how we build the legislature starts in our backyard. So we also have to go to city government and county government and say, we did not authorize these, these are not okay, and we want them taken down. And if we get enough support, we get enough people who are coming together and saying, nope, we didn't consent to this. If you don't show us where we consented, and that doesn't, there was no vote on it. There was no, you know, anything that the people agreed to. And that's how we start to deconstruct this from being in our communities. There's censors in the streets because 15-minute cities, they got to track the traffic. So even those count. I don't know how much there, there are now currently because that's a lot of construction. I know up near Ogden, they well, I think Utah, it's what, winter and construction season? Those are the only two seasons. Right. <laughs> and so I don't know that they've put them in yet, but you can see the technology there. Davis County along the 15. You can just see the towers up ahead with all the funky things let's on the show them, Let's show them the towers. Yeah, yeah. Like. So the next one is all the different kinds of smart poles. And this is what you find in your city, maybe along the highways and the freeways and, and those sorts of things. And these but images come from the UN. That correct or these come from actually come? the companies that make them so you oh, really okay. just have to do a search for um, smart poles you can do an image search for smart poles and smart street lights and things like that and so they have all kinds of things they have you know the lighting the, the intelligent lighting that goes on and off video monitoring the cameras the speakers they can listen in on you some of them will have on the top of them drone landing ports and, and we'll show you in a minute uh, when you when they get the drone system, which is called air mobility in Utah, so if you go to le.utah.gov and just do a search for air mobility, you'll see all the bills that they've worked on, that they've passed, that relate to air mobility. Those are drones, just so you know. Again, hiding it in language. Hiding it in plain sight in language. So um, they have all these different things. And if you look, and in, in, if you're looking at the, the image here on the screen, um, Drive along I-15, and that's the uh, one in the bottom right-hand corner here with the, uh, mm. 
I mean, those are all over I-15. They're literally down the center, <laughs> especially that one at that, the top right, uh-huh. about two o'clock up there. They have them all the way down. It's, it's so crazy. And they have things uh, that are puke rays that they can put in here. And puke rays are like sound waves that... Uh, yes, go on. Yes, go on. Because that's on there. That's right. what's out here. This is, no, there, it's a couple more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that puke ray is crazy. The puke ray is like a, a military weapon, you know, or if you've seen the sound wave things that they use on the big whaling boats to deter the whalers, you know, that they do. Uh, it's similar to that, where that you just cannot stand it. But these puke rays will do something to your the sound and your brain, and it literally will render you completely useless. I've seen video footage of it. Yeah, it's they insane. use it in they the military. The, and they do it front crowds to get dispersed the, crowds. Exactly, exactly. So those can also be built into those streetlights. So you just think to yourself, like, well, I'm just going to my, you know, street fair. I'm just walking down the street shopping at the, my favorite shop. Why would they need to put this up there? Why? I mean, what problem have we ever had that makes this necessary? It's kind of overkill, don't you think? Uh, well, and especially <laughs> without our consent. Most of all. Without our consent, without a doubt, without a doubt. And in this, there's there's some really concerning programs that are happening in Utah that have been happening for a long time. And you can stop and, and read all these. I don't want to, you know, just read every single one by itself. But there's powder, which is really about increasing wireless networks, future wireless networks, using infrastructure and the fiber and so many, uh, so much of the money, the COVID money, the art money you can see how they're trying to put this into all the rural areas to make sure everybody's got Wi-Fi. Yeah, you wonder why there's such a push to, to get everything with fiber. Right. And it's because they need to have the, the infrastructure to have the surveillance state. Exactly. And Provo, again, Curtis was there, and everyone wonders why is he's pushing fiber while he was there. And Lehigh right now, you know, all these, these people in office, you know, they're getting grants, they're getting paid to get this stuff pushed out. They're getting bribed to get this stuff put in, to get to get this implemented. Right. In your backyard. Exactly. And everyone says, oh, well, we're doing fiber. Well, who asked you? <laughs> right. Well, you'll like it. It'll be more convenient for you. Again, there it is. It's convenient. It's, it's, it's just crazy. There's um, Aspire, which is a research center. We've got Utopia, which is also fiber, works with Utah Unite, which is... Part, it's Oregon and Utah, and they're both part of the Smart Gigabits Community Project, and they're part of the Smart City Infrastructure. So it, it just goes on and on. It's layer upon layer. Smart Utah, it's about smart cities. The NSA, of course, you know, is here. World Trade Center, oh, it's just on and on. So and that's one of the things I appreciate is, is um, you know, we've brought people on you and, and Chelsea and Jen, who've done a very good job documenting this stuff. So this is not just pie in the sky. I mean, these here's 20, 10 different organizations and programs that are implementing this stuff or involved in the implementation now. So you've got this. We're going to add this in the show in the show notes as well, so you have all this type of data, so that you can so that you can have conversations with people. And this is again, this is not theory. This is not you know pie in the sky. This is like factual stuff that actually is happening. Well, we wouldn't have known had we not started on the rabbit trails that lead. One thing leads to another, leads to, you know, take a topic. What are smart cities? And you start to learn about all of them. And then you start to ask, what is a smart city in Utah? When did this start? And you just, there are so many tendrils. It's just a giant spider web. And so I think it's really important. One of my goals is always to make the information there so that people can take it and continue the research. 
and for sure, if you find something more than this, or, which we have more than this, but I mean, if you find stuff, share it with us. We want to be as broad and as educational as we can be. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So in this next slide, we have, hold on, here we go. This is a, an image, and I can't actually <laughs> read all these little squares that are in the smart solutions for smart cities. But if you look at that, just as these are different, different things, different components to a smart city, and you see all of them, some of them are above ground, some of them are below ground. I mean, that is a ton of stuff that's gonna go into a smart city, which now they're calling 15 minute city. So they flipped the language again, because too many people, I think we're getting too mm -hmm. smart about smart, too on target with what smart cities are. And so now they change them to 15 minute cities and yeah. they're the exact same thing. It's gonna be confining you to a small space and tracking and tracing and doing all that stuff for you. And, and I love this too, because if you're looking at the, the uh, image on the screen here, if you look at the bottom right hand corner, you've got the map of the United States. This is where powder is at. And powder is one of the biggest programs implementing all this stuff across the country. And obviously we look at the East Coast, no surprise to see you know, the surveillance states so heavy throughout the East Coast. But you see a big, huge, massive circle right in the middle of the country. And my gosh, that's Utah. That's Utah. This, I mean, it's, 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 it's insane. Yeah. This well, is why, you guys, when we talk about Utah, Utah matters. There's a reason I don't, won't leave. Like, like part of Lex and I want to leave. We want to go to Florida where there's, you know, where definitely there's more, there's, there's more freedom. But this is the fight. Like, this is the fight. You want to fight tyranny, stand your ground, because it's here. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to fight, I mean, it's still a beautiful state. It's a wonderful state. It's worth preserving. But there is a fight here, and we, we really don't have enough fighters. Yeah, if you don't want to fight, you, you, then you know what? May your, chest right, may your chains rest lightly upon you and your children. I'll leave that for you, <laughs> but I. No, it's true. It, it, is, it, it, is, it true. is true. It's true. It's happening, and people who sit on the sidelines, it is. It is on them. Right, and, and that's you know again, my hope is to be able to utilize all this time and energy and work that we do. That is just really, in so many ways, an obsession. And every day we are confronted with just the evil and the horror and and the reality that this is happening and it has been happening. Slowly. And right under our nose, and here we go right. too, top right-hand corner, Biden, by executive order, which he has no authority to do, has rescinded most, multiple executive branch rules that govern the rights of American citizens under surveillance. They're taking out any laws that protect you now. It is literally happening around us now. And doesn't the Constitution say something about that? Like, no law should be made that's abhorrent to the, the Constitution? So yes. really, they are null and void. Yes. But they act on them, and as... And as long as it's, it's that it's, tacit it's, it's agreement. It's authority they gave themselves it, that is not real. And from our side, it's tacit agreement because we don't do anything. Right. So when they give us a chance and they say, hey, we're doing this, and you don't say no, and you don't, you don't it's disagree. On, it's on us. It's on us. It is on us. Sadly, it's on us. And we are playing such an enormous game of catch up with this that you know some people might see this, and this might be the first thing that they've seen about it. And we can't fault them for not knowing because they don't want you to know. Yes. They're not going to tell you. Right. So we are telling you. And, you know, it's that idea of, like, once you become aware of something, you cannot be unaware. You cannot use awareness as a Well, and it goes one step further. Once you, once you have knowledge, mm -hmm. you, you now are, you have, you have a level of accountability. Mm -hmm. exactly. you, you now have a responsibility to do something with that knowledge. You are now, you are now no longer in ignorance. 
you now you now yes. are accountable with what you do with that knowledge and if you sit on it and do nothing you will be held accountable for that knowledge for that for the, for exactly. not standing up and sharing that light exactly and that's and that's all that we ask you really to do is learn from this pursue your own knowledge plug into all the things that are out there between Jason and, and Utah Freedom Coalition and learn and get quali qualified in your own mind to be able to share this. Just send these videos to friends and say, mm -hmm. I, I just watched this. I can't believe this is happening. And there's so. a lot of good people out there putting information out, uh, defending Utah. Defending Utah. Where I think we're going to talk about, they brought Alman Jabi on, on a podcast yeah. and uh, here, here just recently. And, and uh, here are some of the things that he shared with, with them. And you can see his name at the top. He also is searchable on Rumble. He has some great presentations. And the things that he talks about a lot are the things that are implemented that we kind of talked about, the license plate readers. And again, if you've heard about license plate readers, you've heard about it from law enforcement, government, it says it's for your safety. It's so we can catch the bad guys. Again, True. Again. Again. Until you're the bad guy. Yes. Until, <laughs> until you're the, you're bad the guy. Jew. Right. In <laughs> Hitler's <laughs> Germany. <laughs> It's, a, it's terrible, but it's true. So that's why we have smart poles. We have smart homes with smart appliances. It, it's, it's baffling to me why we are so addicted to convenience or think that we need convenience, that we're so easily sold on convenience. Why do I need somebody or the ability for my washer and dryer to be monitored? I, I, so with smart meters, which you know, we've talked about before, I think everybody's starting to get those bills where they show you like, hey, you're doing better than your neighbors. Or then you get the next one up, which is like a green. And then the next one up is yellow. Like, oh, you're about the same as your neighbors. And then there's the red. Oh, you're really bad. You're really, really bad. You're doing way more electricity than your neighbors. You should really cut that back. Mm -hmm. This is early social credit scoring. This is a preview. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a preview because they will use that against you. So anything that's connected that is a smart device is going to be your undoing and <laughs> a car. And we're going to talk about some ways you can fight back and some things you can do here in a minute. But so just keep just, you know, there are ways to push back now. And, we'll, and we're going to get into those things in a little bit. But exactly. But, but go on. Sure. And again, this is the kind of thing that has a lot of information on it. So you can just stop and read it. We talked about the light poles and all the all the different components of that. And and these are all things here in Utah mm -hmm. now. So as you're looking over this slide, Everything in here is in Utah now. And, well, and except I don't know about the puke grade. I, I haven't found a puke grade, but I don't exactly know what a puke grade looked like. Okay, if, well, if I, I, hope I hope not. I hope not. But just knowing the, the fact that it, it could have a space in it, like a plug, to just be able to add that is and, and, potentially. And, here, and so you may wonder, how does this stuff all get implemented? Are your representatives, and I think you're going to get that, but I don't want to jump ahead. That's fine. Do, have we talked about how it gets implemented by the grants? Somewhat. But because that's a, one of the things is you wonder, and it's not that all of your reps are like these evil conspiring people or all your city managers or your, your you know, city council people are by any stretch of imagination. But what happens is you have these conspiring groups offer grants. Here's some money. And you know what your politicians say? Free money. Maybe it's a kick, you know, maybe, it's, you, know, it's a, you know, maybe something on the side for me. All of a sudden, sure, in under these circumstances. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as free money, you know, when it comes to government. There's, there's always their claws attached, whether it has to do with free money for your kids, whether it has money for, you know, for free money for school, free money. It always has their claws attached. Mm -hmm. We do not have a benevolent, godly government who's looking out for you. When the grants come to these politicians and to our, our cities, 
it's this, it's under the circumstance, these things get implemented. Exactly. And one of the things that I think people don't realize is in the state of Utah, we're just under 40% of our budget is federal money. So how can we not be doing federal stuff? Things that are coming from the top, which are coming from the UN, right? Because we are very much in cahoots at the federal level with the UN. And these are all of their things that they want. This is how and they want to run the world. this is why it's important to get this information out to your representatives, because a lot of them just are very blind. They, they do think that they live in this naive you know, world where, you, you know, sure, we'll put this on the light poles. Sure, we'll build this up. Sure, we'll put this technology on. Sure, we trust you. You know, it's, it is hard to, it's hard to believe that there is this kind of evil going on. And so, again, you know, like Salty said, when you have this information, you now have a responsibility. Those of you watching this, you, are, you will not be held guiltless for, for, for this information. This comes with a responsibility to act. And I think that's a really good point in sharing that with your representatives. It, in Utah, it is so much easier to have the ear or to have a face-to-face -face conversation with your representatives. It really is, and, and from my experience, they're very open, unless you want to challenge them on something. They're, they're actually pretty receptive. Mm -hmm to having a conversation with you. And I really like that. I come from a state that's much larger and it's, it's, they're not very accessible. And that's the way this country's designed is to have your, the legislators who are responsible for this, they're not in DC. This is not Mike Lee, this is not Romney. This is, this is your state congressman who's, mm -hmm. who should be your neighbor. This is mm -hmm. your state senator who's you know, within a you know, few blocks, I mean, maybe a little bit further away from you, but not that far. These are people you see in the grocery store. And it's designed to be that way, that those people who live close to you are making the, the laws that impact you the most because you should be able to hold them accountable when you see them at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. These people should know your name. Your state reps should know your name because hardly anyone communicates with them. And so you can make a big difference by reaching out to them. Yeah, and I always had that perception of it. It was kind of like them and us and kind of put them on a higher pedestal. And, and even, I think, if you go to a county commissioner's meeting or you go to a city council meeting, if you know, or even a school board meeting, a lot of times they're sitting on a higher platform than the gallery. Yeah. And, and really it needs to be inverted. They it need is. to be sitting in the gallery and yes. we need to be sitting on the higher platform. We forget platform. who the master is and who the exactly. servant is. Exactly. And, and I think that that reinforces the public perception that they're unreachable, untouchable. There's, there's, there shouldn't be any communication. And I love the way that you said that. It, you should be able to see them in the grocery store and they will want to be able to hold their head high and not cower and run. They're not gonna please everybody. And I don't think that there's, they're all evil. I think some of them are, are complicit. I think some of them are ignorant to what's going on. And so this is a, an important part of it to share this kind of information with them to expand their understanding. Yeah. And and at least and again, then they they have a responsibility once they That's know. That's right. Then 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 they have a heavy responsibility, and they will definitely not be held guiltless. And and I started to tell a story about something with a forest service, and I think a lot of the legislators are the same way. The public servants they get a job to do, and they get some money to do it, and it becomes a way to pound their chest and say, "Look what I did for the community." Like that's a really big motivation for them, and so they don't stop to think about the peripheral effect of that or the fallout or the long term or what could how they could be being manipulated right. through that you know desire to to have that recognition for something good they did right right and Absolutely. and that's a from a from a you know it's a pure thing in a sense to do something good for the community while at the same time serving your own best interests mm -hmm. easily bought easily persuaded much more yeah. right yeah so yeah i think that's part of what's going on as well 
So you can continue looking through here on your side. I mean, the thing you, you'll see that he talks about in Utah is all of this, this technology um, that, that is being implemented in the states. I mean, tracking license plates. I mean, you can read, read through that, the digital ID stuff they're pushing. The, I mean, it's, the, the framework is here. And, and one, one of the things on here that we didn't talk about was how grabbing this data is not just about grabbing your data to be able to sell it to third parties and make some money or to even to create a digital twin in the metaverse, which is all part of it. But they want to actually be able to take the information they gain about you and then present you with things to guide your behavior and your beliefs. So they do this in the schools mm. with some of the programs that they implement. So they give them little computer programs, the computer takes in the information and how they react, and they give them something to guide them more on a path. Hmm. That's super trippy, and that's kind of where AI comes in, and you know, being able to get learning to yeah. be able to come back and now sort of take you down a path instead of thinking for yourself anymore. Right. You think you're thinking for yourself, but right. they're actually implanting ideas and thoughts to guide you to a predetermined outcome. Yeah. Nah. It's spooky. <laughs> it's spooky. Yeah, spooky is a nice word. <laughs> so let's all take a deep breath and um, realize that we do have more solutions than we even talked about. We really do need to be more cognizant of our devices, our personal devices, because that's within our sphere of control, whether right. that's Alexa. I've never had an Alexa. No way. I, I, I mean, even baby monitors, those, like we said, the smart devices, like the appliances. Um, I mean, there's even smart toilets now, and I'm going to leave that up to your imagination about what they can do, but there actually are smart toilets. We don't need smart toilets. You don't need a smart device. Just walk to the refrigerator and look, check the temperature, like just the old days. Like, we can be old school about this and be safer. Um, it creates eyes and ears. So here's the thing, and, and, you know, I think it was our my daughter, one of our girls, we were talking, and they're like, you know, one day our kids are going to, you know, when, when, when things get... When, when everything gets exposed and things are, are bad and things in this country is, is potentially fallen, our kids are going to say, wait a minute. So you mean you knew all along that they were tracking you on your phone? You knew all along that they were listening to everything you said? You knew all along and, and, and yet you still just carried it everywhere you went? You knew they were tracking you everywhere you went and you still carried it? And you, you're going to look at him like, yeah, we were so dumb. <laughs> yes, I'm feeling a little dumb right now. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely true. We, we've, I mean, and think about like the generation of our children who have never not known having a cell phone. I know for me, I think I'm actually a little bit older than you. I did, we didn't have technology. I'm in that perfect Gen X where we didn't have technology, but where you're young enough to learn it. So mm -hmm. we're kind of like, we're like the warriors, really, right. because we're like, no, it used to be really good. And you can see it slipping away. Yeah. And one of the things we were talking about before is how they have this Agenda 2030 and how everything feels so sped up that they've actually started to move us towards 2025 because I think what's happening, this is just my own speculation, they know people are getting wise to the schemes and they are running out of time to be able to implement these things and get us fully under control. 2030 is too long. We, we will have too many people that will be able to push back. So we have to work fast. Yeah. Isn't the goal to have everything, all of this infrastructure implemented by the end of this year, 2023? Did I, did I say, mm, say some of it. It just, it just depends on which part you're talking mm. about. Because I think a lot of it is construction-oriented, and they still go through the channels. They still have to do the contracts. They still have to get the, 
budgets and the, mm. like you said, the grants and then the people to do it. And that's not always a, a quick right. fix, but they do have a lot of things. And again, that is to get things done by 2025. You got to get the infrastructure in to be able to get the whole situation in. But going back to solutions, again, we've seen what the food crisis does. You know, they're controlling the food, the, whether it's bird flu or the avian flu or the bird feed, chicken feed, whatever. It, they're affecting our food and they're doing it on purpose. So for all of us to be able to have contacts, and Utah is such a great state for this. We have a lot of farmers and ranchers being able to get your meat there and your dairy and then growing your own garden or like I don't have a, a place to really have a big garden. So I've teamed up with people in my neighborhood. I just put out a, a thing on next door and I said, listen, who's got a garden? Yeah. And I rent some space in your, in your, on your property somewhere. I just make a little small garden. We're like, come on over and help me. So it, it really becomes a more communal thing, which is where we're going to win, you know, knowing yeah, your neighbors. Parallel economies. Parallel yeah. economies. Um, turning off your routers at night and even to the point if you can, and I actually have to figure out how to do this, is to hardwire everything. Um, it, I just pulled up a video the other day and it said, you know, Getting off Wi-Fi, it's not as hard as you think. But it doesn't mean getting off the internet. It just means hardwiring everything because the Wi-Fi can be corrupted, even with, you know, um, security measures. And Why turn off your routers at night? Well, from the radiation and stuff too. Mm, just turn okay. off. Like I've started turning off my phone. Like, you know, if you have kids, my kids are grown. But if you have kids or people that are relying on you, would like to keep your phone close. But it's like sleeping with a microwave open next to your head. <laughs> Let's not do that. Wow. You know, same Fair. thing with the router. Um, and then Faraday bags. Faraday those bags. are the little bags you can get. You can actually get it on. I hate you say Amazon. I know. I hate Amazon. I know. We gotta but, quit but it. But yeah, but you can get them, and it's just a bag you put your your phone in, and, and you seal it, and you it can't be tracked. Right. I mean, it's like. And the way you test it too you is disappear. you disappear <laughs> and you put your phone in there and you can leave it on. And if you have somebody from the outside try to call your phone and it doesn't ring, it doesn't buzz, it doesn't do anything, then you know it's not nothing's going to And you can get big ones. You can put like bigger technology in it. You, you, can, you put can put your laptops. You yeah. can Yeah. And you can actually buy Faraday case materials. So you need wool and you can buy fabric and then it's Velcro and, you know, having a piping, you know, something to enclose it. Uh, so you can make your own if you have like a heavy duty sewing machine. That, there's another way for a parallel economy, right? There you right? go. There there you go. go. Uh, and then obviously uh, focusing on lower tech alternatives, which, you know, ride a horse. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go. It takes a little longer. And, you know, those old things probably take a little bit longer on low tech, but ultimately, you know, not using the self-serve, you know, the self-checkout. Well, and I'll add solutions is spread the word if, mm -hmm. again. The reason we're not already there is because they're afraid of you. They're afraid of the people waking up. You know, that's their big fear. Mm -hmm. So there's a race. Can they, can they get us enslaved before enough people wake up to push back? Exactly. And, and, the, and, and that is where our fight is. That is why we do this, is if we can get enough people to wake up and fight back, that is the only way we win. That's the only if, way. If we, if we stay quiet with this information, if, if we don't you know, spread it because we don't want to be seen as a conspiracy theorist, that is what they want. Right. And you have a choice. Either, you know, you've been sent here to this time for a reason. Either you stand up and you, and you, and you make a difference and you fulfill your purpose of being here or you be one of the people to help bring on the slavery. Exactly. To allow it to happen. Well said. Well said. There's a little graphic. They're called smart cities because if they were called open air prisons, they might not want to live there. So they hide it in language. That's another thing to take away. Yeah. It's not always what they say. And then the last slide that I have is uh, just kind of funny, kind of snarky. But it talks about the uh, sewage monitoring.
that is in conjunctions with smart toilets for COVID. So I'm sure you probably heard about that, but they're gonna be able to use that against you. They're gonna test the, the sewage for how much COVID, and then they're gonna be able to utilize that information to determine whether another lockdown or whatever crazy thing that they wanna do. And who's gonna be able to verify that, of course. And who's, and that's, yeah, that's, that's the, the other thing, that's the huge thing, the, the invisible enemy. It's, it's the scientists. The sci this is what the science the says. Science. Well, we see it in the sewage, so, yeah. and knows who's gonna be able to question that. So now, because the churches obey, have you ever noticed, this is what, we've, what we have seen. Science has become the new God. It is. Government bows to science, churches bow to science, uh, every institution, the schools, colleges, colleges, everything bows to science. It used to be we bowed to the church, we bowed to God. Yeah. Now, when science comes and says it's not safe, the churches say, "Okay, science, yeah. you know, you know what's best. We're going to we're going to stop worshiping. We're not going to let people do this. We're going to lock our doors." Right. So, you know, the, we're in a very dangerous time. And, and again, who controls the data controls the science. And these people who are controlling the science are not godly people. These are people who are working to enslave us. Right, exactly. exactly. So give us your closing thoughts. What would you want your our listeners to, and viewers to see and hear or think? Or th what, well, do, what would you want to leave with them? I, I think taking action, getting educated, makes you feel empowered. And then you, you supercharge that with taking that education and sharing it and doing something with it, whether you have the impetus to go to your county or your city officials and warn them, which they already know because people are warning them, but be another voice, show up, get together with other like-minded people and really help the surge. That's, that's, we need more people to be awake and aware and horrified at what is happening under our noses in this beautiful state of Utah, which is idyllic on so many levels, but it's being taken from us. It's, it's being subverted over decades and now is the time. We can't wait anymore. We cannot wait anymore. You know, and that's the thing is there's something everyone can do. But I will tell you this. It feels good to take action. It feels good to stand up. It feels good to, to, to know that you're not part of the problem. And whether that means going out and, and, and showing up at your state capitol, whether that means showing up at a, at a county commission meeting, whether that means having your own podcast, whether it means sh taking a video like this and sending it to your friends, or whether it means simply hitting the like button. I mean, there are so many things you can do, but inaction is a sin. Inaction, ev silence in the face of evil is evil itself. God will not hold us guiltless. We're going to win, and it's because of you. It's because of us. It's because of people like Salty. So God bless you guys. God bless America. Let's get it. Thunder!